Hi, everybody. How are you? And welcome back to another episode with Isaac Jamal, Certified Life Coach, on Tuesday night. Um, I am so overwhelmed and have so much emotion going on uh, at the present time. Uh, we launched only uh, Saturday night, Monday Shabbat, we put out a flyer for an event we decided to do last minute which is going to be on September 10th, which is next Tuesday. And I've gotten such an overwhelming response to our, to our flyer. And we've had so many people that have actually signed up and registered that we've actually had to change venues because we can't fit anybody. And I want to invite everybody tonight that's listening or if you're downloading or if you're, you know, just streaming, whatever it is that you're doing, next Tuesday night, September 10th, I will be hosting an event and we will be discussing, I think, one of the most pressing issues we have, how to deal with the stress of keeping up with our communities. And I think that we all have a sense of that being that we're so close-knit, and I'm going to be taking on this issue, and it's going to be an amazing, exciting night. Um, we're going to have uh, just a little bit of a mingle before we start. We're going to be serving some foods. We're going to be giving some drinks, and we want everybody to come and have such a wonderful experience and possibly have a couple of breakthroughs or a couple of uh, just sharing moments where all of us together can come to some type of um, path and some type of way to handle what I think a lot of us handle on a day-to-day. I think that uh, my friend's on the phone here. Let me see. Hello? Hi. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm great. I'm loving this topic already. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for calling, and I personally thank you for always being there for me and um, for everybody that's listening, you should know that, you know, coaches need, uh, need support as well. And uh, Lisa is one of those people that I go for that I absolutely value and trust her opinion. So uh, I could publicly, publicly thank you for all the support that you give me. My pleasure. Um, so tonight's podcast is called a diamond, a diamond in the rough. And, I came up with that topic today because I think that all of us have an intrinsic feeling, a sense, a spirit, mind you, that there is some type of purpose to our lives. And in cover, you know, uncovering and shining that diamond that we have inside of us sometimes is a very big struggle for us. Um, and Lisa, I'd love you to listen along and, and, and comment anytime. You know, your Great. comments are always, always welcome. Uh, But I I wanted to start by saying that all of us have a sense and a feeling that we've been created with intent and purpose. We're all here on earth for some type of reason, although that might not be so clear to all of us. But all of us somewhere uh, have this sense of, my life has meaning, it has purpose, and I have a role to fill in this gigantic, enormous place called Earth that for, for me 
and my life that there's some type of path that's been set out for me. And, you know, we're born to families and we're put into particular situations. And with this intent, the spirit that we have, as life moves on, it kind of gets cloudy. You know, as we get into our teens and then into our college years, or maybe, you know, some of us get married at, at young ages or later on in life, and we try to find the right job or the right person, that this achievement starts to really take over. And success, and especially the way the world portrays everything, that, you know, people with the most are recognized. They're rewarded. And the way our society is, is um, significance becomes something that we're very attracted to, and we want a sense of belonging. Belonging. But as I've been talking about and will continue to talk about next week in the event especially, is that what we do a lot of the time is we mute out our own wants and our own fulfillments. And when we start doing that, we start trying to achieve and try to keep up with everybody else, what ends up happening is something in our minds starts to kind of like sleepwalk. You're kind of going through life. Um, in this fog, and there's a lot of unconsciousness that starts happening once we're in that world and we're keeping up and we want to keep pace and we want to get on that treadmill and we want to, ex- you know, excel and we want to succeed and we want to make money and we want to marry the right person and all that starts to happen. And somewhere along the, the, the path, we say, wait a minute, where am I going? Right? How many of us a lot of the times find ourselves working in a job that we really have no interest in or maybe in the wrong relationship or maybe we've been running so fast that we haven't been paying attention to our bodies and we're just floating along. So tonight I want to talk about a little bit about the importance of us paying attention to ourselves and trying to connect to that message that our spirit and soul is sending us constantly. It's constantly speaking to us. It's constantly guiding us. And a lot of us don't have the tools to be able to hone in or to tune in to my body and its reactions or my spirit and and its reactions. You know, and I think that every single one of us has lived with some type of disappointment in our lives, you know, sometime in our lives one way or another. And in those moments of disappointment or um, what we might call failure, that for us it's sort of a spiritual crisis that we're going through, our own personal spirit. Our own, you know, our own emotions are down or we feel like, you know, we wanted to achieve and we weren't able to. And quickly what happens from that point is we start questioning our values and a lot of the meaning in our life. A lot of us sometimes even question our faith. And it's our, you know, our life and its existence. Like, what am I doing here? I know for my personal life, um, after working with my family for almost 20 years, uh, when I left, I had this empty feeling of who am I and what am I supposed to be doing? And I tried for a very long time to get ahead in the 
uh, I guess, traditional ways of putting businesses together or possibly networking or possibly just trying to get ahead and failure after failure after failure put me in a place where my spirit was so broken and so low that I almost felt like the, you know, that maybe Hashem even, you know, or the universe was against me. Like there was something not going correctly for me. Or I even at one point thought maybe it was my own mistakes that I've made in the past. And maybe this is a reflection and the karma in my life. And during those dark times of struggle and pain, it's hard to believe in a possible unique path or purpose or intention because it's so dark and it's so difficult for us to see. And in those moments, it's our faith that really um, keeps us together. For me, it was always the grit of knowing there was purpose. No matter how difficult it got, I knew I needed to take another step forward, even though it didn't make sense. As long as I would lay on the mat and didn't feel like I wanted to come you know, come out, come out of bed in the morning and, and really, you know, what's the purpose of all of it? And, you know, I had something inside of me. Some, my spirit always said to me, you got to keep moving and you got to keep, keep your head up. I know it's difficult. I know it doesn't make sense. But that constant uh, motivation that I gave myself to push myself, and that stemmed from my belief that there was a purpose to my life. And that's what held me together through those times. So a lot of us have a difficult time, A, finding our purpose and understanding what makes us, us. And it's an amazing phenomenon. There's almost 7 billion people on the planet. And each one of us are different. Each one of us have our own spark. We have our own talent. And we're here to shine. And for some of us, early on, it's super clear. I mean, parents, you know, you have a child that just has this innate, innate uh, talent. And it's so clear what their purpose is. Um, just to give you maybe some examples. Um, Maybe you have a child that loves to read and loves information. And as they're getting older and developing, their education is something that they truly enjoy. I know it's every parent's wish and dream to have that, but sometimes you have this child who just has this natural ability to be able to retain information. You know, maybe this child's purpose is clearer than others. Maybe one day this child will be an author or a teacher or you know, someone who's passing on this information that they're retaining. A lot of us might be musically inclined. And they might have some special, uh, you know, they might have some um, love for music. I know uh, one of my children, my son, is constantly listening to music. He, everything about, you know, music is just amazing to him. He just loves to sing. He likes to know what the latest songs are. And he just has this, uh, fulfillment, this enjoyment for music, right? Or in any of the arts or anything that's really creative, that comes out sometimes in children when they're really young. And those are the easy ones to spot out. 
And it's for us to nurture and to support and to encourage those children to take that path so that they can truly be fulfilled. And for some of us, you know, the speaker included, some of those purpose seeds are planted really, really deep. And it might take some time for them to really start to sprout and bud. It might sometimes even take decades for them to really start to grow. And life has to take some time in preparation for us to understand what our purpose is. And again, my, my own personal story of becoming a coach you know, I've been through so many ups and downs in my life from way young, uh, my teenage years. I mean, you know, I, I moved around to three different high schools and had a difficult time finding my way. And year after year, family business that I wasn't so comfortable in, leaving a family business, you know, struggling at times at home with my wife to work on our relationships struggling with parenting, struggling with finances. And it took many, many years and many experiences that I might have titled failures in the past to understand at the age of 45, or maybe a little bit less, but I think the clarity really came at 45 when I became a professional coach and not one that was doing it out of chesed. But when I became a professional coach at 45, that my life finally made sense. And those seeds that were planted really deep now started to really flourish and really grow. So, you know, I've learned that it's important for us to remember that every moment of our lives, you know, all of our choices, our successes, or what we might label as failures is a chance for us to discover another part of us and another part of us understanding what our purpose is in life. And that awareness and consciousness that we give to life is really going to give those seeds to, that opportunity to really bloom. Uh, and I'm just as I'm talking, Lisa, I know you and I, have had a lot of conversation about consciousness and unconsciousness. Absolutely. Right? And, and living in that conscious state always allows those nuances and those messages um, for us to be able to receive. You know, we all have intuition, and we can nurture that. We can either push it down and shut it out, or we can nurture it, or just a gut feeling or, you know, sometimes we know there's some type of a sign or a signal or a path we're supposed to follow, and those decisions come with how much are you paying attention to yourself? How much are you really being conscious of what your body is saying to you, what your spirit's saying to you? How do the pieces add up? You know, where's the math happening? Um, I think it was Steve Jobs that said that you'll never know, you can't, how do you say it? I think you can't uh, set out the path of how before you set on the journey. It's only after can you look back and take and look at the steps that you've taken 
to understand how you get to where you need to go. Uh, you, uh, and you, go you know what, Isaac, also what you mentioned earlier? Uh, can you hear me, Isaac? Clearly. Okay. You know, you said something earlier that really touched the button for me. You said, you know, we're running in all different directions. And I know for me, I have to get super, super quiet to hear my own voice. Otherwise, I'm hearing everybody else's voices of where I should be going and what I should be doing. And sometimes, you know, to know what you like, sometimes you have to go through a lot of what, for, uh, uh, for me personally, of what I don't like. Mm-hmm. So I know that doesn't work. I know I, I went there and I didn't like it. I didn't have a good time. And sometimes somebody, you know, enjoyment or somebody, what they love is could be what somebody else despises. Sure. It's different for all of us. But I do have and, a question for you. Sure. Because you mentioned that for you, you need to find that quiet space. Do you have any maybe tricks, tools, or maybe um, some type of ritual that you use that helps you get into that state? First of all, you know, I definitely know that that meditating, you know, even 10, to- 10 minutes a day, sitting down, getting quiet. I have a little meditation spot in my house. Um, my phone is beeping. I don't know why. I apologize for that. And um, if not, I'll switch to my other phone. And um, and I have all little, you know, and I have all my little reminders around me so that I can get quiet for those ten minutes to listen to the inner voice that's trying to come out. Absolutely. And you know, and I also sometimes will exhaust myself like I did this week, last week, exhaust myself going from place to place to place because my mind wants to be here, there, and everywhere, but then my body doesn't. And today I had to literally sit down and get quiet and sit and read some inspirational books that got me centered into back into myself because I, was, I had to ground myself. That's amazing. I also have a very similar uh, ritual or custom that I do. I mean, my morning, as soon as I wake up in the morning, you know, after washing my hands in the morning, what I do is I make myself a little green drink with some lemon water so that I know that I'm getting my energy for the morning. And then what I've done is I've taken our Birchot HaShachar and I've turned that into my gratitude meditation in the morning so that that can get me at least aligned um, spiritually for me to be able to feel and connect myself to that, you know, to, 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 to Hashem or, you know, yeah. a lot of people call source energy for, you know, it's different for everybody, but that, that, that just that energy to align myself and it, the, one of the tools and maybe, you know, people can try this right now as you're listening. Um, one of the tools that I use, I use the center of my body and I imagine this, beam of energy coming straight down from as high as I can, you know, I can think about it, you know, from, from the sky all the way down and this, just this pure energy coming into my body that is able to align me and get me back to center. And I find that sometimes if I feel myself off, that 
I use that technique. I use that tool for me to be able just to align myself so that I can get reconnected to my spirit and to myself and get realigned with what I'm doing. Which is, that's really amazing that you're able to act, physically do that on your own. I found that, you know, speaking to different people, including myself, that I need the props of listening to, you know, you know, a podcast that has, you know, different kind of meditations, a heart meditation, a right. self-loving kindness one. Um, you know, I, I, it, like, and there's so many different ways to meditate that I think just starting out and if somebody doesn't know how to because it, it's, there's no one way to go to try different ways and to ask around because it's, you know, it's now, it's not, it's not a luxury anymore for me. It's a necessity. I, I hear that. I mean, I feel, you know, on days that I'm, you know, where in the morning and, you know, I'm, I'm definitely a over 90% person, but, you know, no one's perfect. But on those days that I don't have the time, I feel the difference in my body. I feel the difference in my spirit. And then I got to remind myself during the day, oh, yeah, I didn't, get the, I didn't get that opportunity to spend with myself in the morning to get myself primed to, to be able just to tackle the day and whatever, you know, craziness that comes with it. Uh, I, I think that the flip side, and if I can go there with you for a moment, that when we resist those inner voices and those feelings, that our body and our spirit starts to speak to us louder and louder, meaning that inner alarm yeah. starts to really come up. And a lot of people, you know, I think that this is a telltale sign that if you're starting to have really increased stress in your life or you're having some type of physical, um, you know, uh, well-being issues, like if you're just suffering physically, um, you know, a lot of people that I've worked with have developed some real physical signs of them not being happy where they are in their life and it's them just shutting that, that intuition, that inner voice that's saying, you don't want to be here. Absolutely. Pain is pay attention inward now. When, when this physical say that, say that again. pain, pain is pay attention inward now. Very when we nice. get physical, man, man, you know, when it manifests physically, it's, there's something more than just my arm hurts or my neck is hurting. There's, you know, and there's even a book on it, like, you know, you can look up your, the symptom that you have and it'll say what's going on for you. I mean, it's not exact, but it's interesting. So you definitely hit on a great point with, with you know. Your with, body's talking with, to you. Your body's talking to you, and sometimes it's screaming to you. And I want you to know that I've found that in those moments of relaxation or, or, or just fine-tuning my body and just checking in with it, you know, that a lot of times I'm holding a lot of stress in my shoulders or in my neck, sometimes even my lower back and my hips, and when I'm able to just relax, something about that stress or whatever I was really concerned with kind of comes up and it, I can relook at it from a different angle so that I can process it and allow that feeling to go through me. 
and then I can tackle it on, you know, head on. Which is great because you're already very in tune to what's, to what's going on, you know, but uh, I, I sometimes, you know, I think the pace, if, if somebody's on a very fast pace, which is very easy to do in this, in, in, you know, in our environment. Absolutely. Go, you know, go from bris to bris to bar mitzvah to, to pay respects to, to a wedding to here. Sometimes we don't have that. And I find for myself that, and I don't know if this is off the topic, and if it is, you know, read me back into where we're supposed to be. I'm willing to but go I, anywhere you want to. Okay, so I found for myself that although I love everyone, I can't be everywhere because if I'm everywhere, then I'm nowhere for myself. And then my family and my, you know, and then I I start to get moody and cranky and, you know, because I'm not fully charged. It's like a battery. My phone battery is depleted. I hear so, that. So, you know, so um, I think that it's very important for any of us to schedule time in for ourselves, the way you schedule a dentist appointment or a doctor appointment, to schedule some me time. I, 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 I think you're touching on a very important subject. And I think that a lot of pressure that we might feel socially and... Pressures that we might even feel, you know, at our jobs or at home sometimes gets us to do something that we're not really in line with. And I'm not talking about taking care of the kids and cleaning the house and going to work. Right. That's what I'm talking about. You know, those are things that we have to, you know, we have to get ourselves together and we have to prepare for that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like you said, I have a wedding to go to or I have this, you know, this dinner to go to. And, and, and I'm just not feeling it, or I know I should be spending more time with my spouse and we're sacrificing that time. But I think that the root of all that is that we have this innate fear of not feeling that we're enough and feeling that we won't be loved. And every opportunity that comes up for us to grow personally in life and to, you know, kind of have our purpose unfold as we live life and go through it, that fear is a key part of any growth. Absolutely. I believe that the bigger the fear, the bigger the importance of growth in life that you're going through at that point. You know, so I, I think you, 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 I know you, you were talking just as, in simple terms, but I, when I hear that, I hear that we all have this, you know, this fear of should I sacrifice myself for something else or do I pen, pay attention to me? And it's not always clear cut, but in certain areas, listening to your body and listening to your spirit and what it is that you need, like you said, to recharge that battery and re-energize yourself is something that we have to be courageous enough to be able to say, I'm taking care of me and that's okay. It's perfectly fine. I'm sure someone else will understand. You know, also when there's a thousand people at a wedding or a party, if you can't make it, there'll still be 999 people there. 
So unless it's your top three people, you know, and I've had to sit down and make a list of my, you know, my really closest people. And I found that even people that I really love, that I admire, that I see, that I love, sometimes I just can't make it. And, you know, when there's, condi- you know, unconditional love, people understand because, you know, there's, right. you'll have a chance the next time. I didn't make it to someone's wedding. Then I didn't make it to the engagement. You know what? They had a seven. I couldn't wait to go. I was like, yay, I love these people. Mm-hmm. You know, because you do feel bad. It's not, it's, not, it's not like, oh, you just pass and you're cold-hearted. And, you know, but it's just like a, also, Isaac, you know, when we go to a restaurant. I know for me, I look at the menu. I like mostly, I would like 10 things on the menu. But I can only choose one or two. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with all, you know, with the invitations. You know, you said something, though, that just touched me when you said it. And you said unconditional love. And yes, just to get us back, you know, in line with our subject for the evening, you know, diamonds in the rough. Yes. We deserve that unconditional love from ourselves first. We have to being tuned with loving ourselves and taking care of our bodies and taking care of our spirit and making sure that we're feeling fulfilled and that that treadmill, uh, you know, doesn't take us over, that treadmill of life and that cycle just doesn't take us over. And I think that's, that's so... Um, it takes time. It does. Because, you know, I'm, I, that fear again... You know, that, that fear of growing into myself, pay attention to that spirit that's inside of me. We push it down so often. And it just, it's like we said before, that alarm system is not going to go away. Your body wants you to tend to it. Your spirit wants you to tend to it. And the, like I was saying before, the bigger the fear, the bigger the importance that is of, of your life. Um, for me, for example, right, I, I was saying at the top of the show that we have this wonderful event coming up next Tuesday. Yes. Right? Um, next Tuesday, we're, we're going to have an event. And, you know, we have an overwhelming response. You know, we're at probably double the people that we thought were coming and we're only a couple of days in into marketing. So automatically what happened to me is, I start getting tense and start getting nervous and saying, what did I get myself into? And I think that that's a natural reaction for when we have these opportunities for growth that we have to step into. And it's using tools like dealing with the fear, for example, right? Dealing with the fears needs courage, it's so true. It needs courage. And I define courage, and tell me if this makes sense to you. Most people, when I ask them what is courage, they'll tell me it's strength or confidence. And I, you know, I, I, I humbly disagree. I believe courage is understanding that I'm afraid, but doing it anyway. I just, that's what I just wrote down. Feel the fear and do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so it's not great. strength. It's not yeah. strength. It's not the things that take you, that you're always in your comfort zone. Yeah. I, anyone that will see me next Tuesday night get on that stage, know that a couple of minutes before that, I'm really nervous and I'm utterly afraid that I'm going to make a fool of myself, say the wrong thing. The night's not going to go according to the way it is. But all those thoughts that fester in my mind, once I step on that stage, then courage takes over, and that's where I can grow into the, who I am to be able to grow into helping other people. Yeah, and the more you do it, the more comfortable you get. Yeah, I agree. And, and I don't think it ever stops. I think, you know, as life moves on, the older you get, that different types of courage are necessary. You know, when you're younger, maybe it's getting your first job or maybe it's going to college or maybe getting married. But how about having your first child, right? Maybe it's possibly, you know, buying your own home or starting your own business. And if we allow those fears to take us over, then we become paralyzed and we'll never understand our potential and growth and we never have that opportunity to really walk into our purpose, walk into what we were intended to become so that we can influence others in whatever talent you are sharing with the world. It's true. You know, Isaac, it's so true, everything you're saying, and I love that you're putting it out there on the table and also showing people that you're your own student. You know, you, by you overcoming it, you're able to hold someone else's hand through their own fears. And I think that's the great part of having a coach is that you have somebody who, you know, is helping you through, the, helping you, through you know, these obstacles. That you want, that, you know, and, you know, a silly thing, you know, for me today was I, I wanted to try out a new yoga class. And you know what? I've taken yoga a zillion times, but this is a new class, a new teacher. And, you know, am I going to know how to do it? What what type of yoga is it? (laughs) I don't know. I I texted a friend. (laughs) I was like, you know what? I'm really pushing the time. Maybe I should just piss. And you know what? I went to the class, and that's a normal response for me whenever I'm trying something for the first time. And the minute I got on the mat, I was perfectly happy and fine. Yeah, and I think that it's important for us to say that every human being, no matter how successful they are, struggle with the same think am I going to be enough am I good enough am I going to be liked am I going to be accepted and those fears really stem from that feeling and knowing that you are enough and that stepping into your fear doing it anyway gives you that opportunity to press on and it moves you towards your purpose in life Right? And when that happens, all of a sudden, like you just said, I got on that mat, and this is where success, I believe, really starts to happen, is you got into your own zone. Right? And when you're of in your course. own zone, flow, or like we like to say back home, is you start rolling, 
right? When right. you start rolling, when you start getting that flow and that positive energy, momentum starts to build. And I find that once we find that purpose, once we overcome that fear and step into our own genius and we step into our own zone and we start to flow, that's where divine intervention really comes in. Because we're stepping into our purpose. This was our intent. And once we find that lane, no no matter how late in life it takes someone to find it, but once you find that lane and you find that inner voice and you start getting well-tuned and you start stepping into it, something amazing happens and now life really starts to click. And I know we're used to measuring success based on our social status or our finances, but true success, real true success is when I find my true authentic self and I'm able to live that. That is fulfillment. That is true success in life. I I think... Recently, uh, um, it was a book, I believe, from Oprah that she was discussing that with all her financial success, some of the things she's learned along the way uh, in opening, I believe it was like a school in Africa for girls. Yes, yes. Right? She opened up a school in Africa for girls, and people told her that she was insane. It would never happen. These, these girls will never be educated. This was like, I think, something like 15 years ago, and now she has like 300 people in that school. That for her, no matter how much she gained financially, that for her, giving was her purpose. Yeah, and mothering those, those girls. Right. At, giving was her purpose. And for her, once she was able to step into that, she was able to really, truly feel fulfilled, and that's when she felt most successful. It, it definitely makes sense, and that's where each of us has to dig in and, and even you know, have somebody sitting with us or even notice when you, when you feel lit up. And yeah. then notice when you turn into a, you know, when you start to shrink and you just feel like, you know, I don't belong here or I didn't have a good time, to check in with yourself. I know for me, you know, when I'm doing something that I love, I don't have to come home and take a nap. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm re- I could do this all day. Yeah. And then when if, if I'm in an environment where I'm not, feeling the vibe for myself, I just turn into like, okay, I'm exhausted. Get me home. And I, yeah, the energy gets drained right away. It does. And I think for every single person, there's a different blueprint. There's a different fingerprint for what, there's no one size fits it's all and everybody has such a different thing that lights them up i know for my daughter it's shopping we go shopping and the smile comes on for me i go shopping and you know i say okay can i get out of the store now you know so everybody's different absolutely i I think that's you know i think to me that was the purpose why I chose this topic because we are, are all diamonds in the rough. We yes. all have intent. We all have purpose. We all were created with an intent. 
and for us to be able to hone in on it, to be able to take the, you know, to have the patience in letting life unfold and letting life, um, or I should say, you know, almost like a sponge, being able to take in what that message is through what my body is telling me and what my spirit is telling me and, you know, trying to find that. And that once we find it, we have to really start putting some intent behind what it is. And like you were saying, when you're passionate about something, when you feel like you're energized and you're doing what it is that you love, that that, we, that becomes our life's, life purpose. And the committing to that, you know, just committing to that, um, you know, to me becoming a life coach, you know, it was, I had no idea what I was going to do, honestly. I just knew. And looking back at life, honestly, I've always known that I'm a people person. I recently spoke to uh, a friend of mine from high school, and um, she called for some, you know, for some advice. And she said to me, she said, you know, you always knew that there was some type of connection to people for you. And it was amazing right. when she said that because it did hone home. I wasn't, obviously, I wasn't clear on, on what it was, but there was a message being sent to me. And I was unconscious. I was in this achievement uh, mindset and pushing down and this belief like we spoke about last week in detail about sacrificing my happiness for achievement. And, you know, we, we are sometimes uh, raised in that way. And we have to really find our voice and give ourselves, like we were saying, that unconditional love to be able to say, you know what, Let me, there's something here. Let me explore. Let me give myself some space to think about the possibility. Because a lot of the times we, we have these crazy ideas and we say, that's out, no way. That'll never happen. And we don't, first step that happens is really we shut ourselves out by saying it's impossible. Right. And then second of all, it's kind of like we don't give ourselves that freedom, that space to be able to explore it. And we have to get to a point where we allow ourselves the room to believe in anything, that anything is possible. I know it sounds like such a cliche. You know, I'm listening to myself say it, and I feel like it's such a cliche. But it's so true that whatever you, when you're honed in yourself and you're in flow and you're in tune with yourself and your body and you start getting momentum, momentum just, you know, Here's a saying I say all the time. Consistency will breed momentum, and momentum will breed success. And what I mean success is that fulfillment, that enjoyment, that passion, that commitment to whatever it is you desire, and stepping into that, saying yes to whatever crazy, insane idea you have in your mind. I'm here to tell you it's not crazy. If you're having the thought, if it's something that's coming up, you owe it to yourself to explore it. Um, I'm, I, I just lost my train of thought because I was writing down something you said that 
so that everything makes sense. <laughs> everything no, makes I, sense. You know, it's... It, Okay, you know, Isaac, you know, I, I once heard somewhere, I think it was, I'm not sure if I'm getting it right, but it's like, if your dreams don't scare you, then they're not big enough. Right. I, you know, that's what we were saying earlier, that every big dream comes with a fear. It, it's, it's, it's a yin and yang. If you have a growth opportunity, you're going to be afraid. But it's understanding that stepping into that Fear is going to make you bigger. You're going to grow. You're going to feel more. You're going to, you're going to walk into that purpose, right? And these struggles and challenges, I, you, know, I, I, you know, I've been pushing it out, but like, you know, this event, or for example, my program, right? This 12-week program with, 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 with uh, you know, with, with a retreat at the end. And when I first saw so it, how can I have enough content to be able to do 12 weeks and then a retreat? And what would that look like? And then, you know, you start having that self-doubt because it is reaching more people. It is being able to tell people that I truly believe that a group dynamic is part of our healing. Yes, That we it have is. to share and that we have to talk about things together because Lisa – You've had your life and your story, and I've had mine. But us sharing that makes us feel like we're not alone. And then we can support each other in that. Do you know, Isaac, what my favorite part about this yoga class was today? Tell me. That when I walked in, there was a round robin of how do you do with trans, trans, uh, what is it? Um, transition. And every girl sat and said how they felt about transitioning. And that's how we got to, I, strangers, and that's how we got to learn another. And I, it was a, a yoga class that was in the community. Community people were opening up and saying, you know, you know, how, yeah. they, you know, how they deal with it. So it is so healing. It really is. That was the best part. And, and, and let's, you know, we're touching on something that's so such a passionate point for me is that what you just said, the fear of vulnerability is our growth opportunity. Discussing our fears, discussing what it is we're afraid of or what we're struggling with, with others allows us this healing that happens automatically when you're doing it in a group. And that, I'm so, like, insanely, uh, you know, passionate about this point that it's our vulnerability and we, and we struggle with it. You know, it's, it's living a life to feel alive. It, yes, it, I'm telling you now, there are going to be parts, people and life are going to disappoint you. And you're going to feel pain. But if you stay there, you'll never grow. You'll never find out what you're truly made of. But when you're able to get back into that complete, open, and vulnerable space, that's where life really lights up. That's where it starts really happening. That's where your flow is. And if you're struggling, you know, and, you know a coach, yes, or a friend or a spouse, or to be able to really share those vulnerable feelings that you're having is you facing that fear of vulnerability. That's where the growth is. 
everywhere you're afraid in your life, that's where the growth opportunity is because there is no growth without fear. Oh, you got me going now, Lisa. I know. <laughs> the good one. You got me but going. But you know, this, you know what? This is it. You, this is it. But you know what, Isaac? In that class, this class that I was scared to try, a yoga class, I've taken a hundred throughout my life. Yeah. You know what I what I what what came up for me was that everyone in the class was vulnerable, but it wasn't even like a big deal. And it's not because we're all human. We all have the same fear of not being enough. That we're not going to be liked. We're not going to be loved. We're not going to be accepted. We're not going to feel this sense of belonging. So I might have to put on these particular clothes or buy that particular house or drive this car or right. have that business or wear this watch or go to that class or, you know, even go to this synagogue or go hear this rabbi or whatever it might be. We, as human beings, we struggle with this. But we it's, and it's, so, this. it's, and it's so normal. nice. It's normal. But it's, uh, that's what the best part of it was when the discussion was, you know, how are you with transition I said, oh, I'm not alone. You mean someone else is struggling with, with the transition between the, you know, the, the, the seasons, between the, you know, summer to fall, between everybody, you know, the town getting quiet, between moving, between, you mean I'm not the only one? Yeah. And what we about, went what around. About us, what about us on the other side of the water? All the moms that are transitioning back into winter and everybody getting this feeling like, oh, my God, I'm really settling back in. Like I'm really going into another winter. The holidays are a couple of weeks away and I feel overwhelmed. And what am I going to do? And the kids have been home for, you know, two weeks or I'm going back to college or I'm going back to high school and how am I get my thoughts back together? And we kind of like, we're all struggling. This is, you know, but remember that going into the fall, going into a holiday season in the new year, going, going back to school, all these feelings are all opportunities of growth. Because it's going to be an amazing year, and you have to believe that. It's going to be an amazing school year. You're going to be, ooh, excuse me, smarter than you were last year. You're going to be sharper than you were. You'll have a more successful year of business if you have that mindset. You'll become more healthy if you commit to it. If you commit to it and you get into your flow and allow your spirit to shine, allow your spirit to just, you know, do its thing and feel alive all the time. You know, that, that's a, and, and life's not always happy. Right. You know, sometimes it's we not go through right. tragedies. You know, I lost my dad three and a half years ago. You know, it was a difficult time, but there was still this sense of aliveness during my struggle and pain. Don't allow right. yourself to shut down. Don't shut down. Stay conscious. Stay alive. Don't hide. And if you need to reach out to a coach, to a friend, to anybody, do that. Just don't, don't turtle back. Like don't isolate. Yourself. Yeah, don't isolate yourself. Just, you know, know that you're not alone. You're not the only person that's struggling through this. And, and Isaac, that's why I'm really excited about, you know, the 12-week program because, we get to experience it together. You know, it's confidential, it, you know, and there's all different topics. And it's not a, you know, it's not just, you know, oh, let me throw my problems in the middle of the table and let's, Correct. it's to grow. It's, it's to, to be, to become, find where you shine. It's, it's to understand we're, 
you know, we're, yes, as we're talking about purpose and intent, we're all different, but we're all also the same. Yes. And it makes it okay. That makes it okay. And for us to be able to come together, and thank you for, you know, talking about the program because it's very dear to my heart that, you know, we've developed a, a program that's designed for this specifically. You know, 12 weeks of accountability, 12 weeks of teaching you tools and, and teaching you techniques to be able to find your purpose and grow from wherever you are and not feel stuck in life and to make you feel that it's okay to be afraid, but do it anyway. And we're going to support you along the way. And the group itself will really, really solidify it. Like Lisa said, you know, you, you get into a room and, you know, yeah, I know we have this apprehension and we have this fear about sharing our secrets, but it's not about sharing our secrets or, God forbid, our dirty laundry. That's not what it's about. It's about sharing our vulnerabilities. And it's learning in those moments that we're sharing those vulnerabilities that that's what makes me me and that's what makes you you. Understanding that and coming together and supporting each other is why I created From Stuck to Unleashed. That's why I did it, and I'm so excited about it. Um, it's very exciting. Thank you. Thank you. It's something so really, truly dear to my heart. And next, next week, um, next week, Tuesday night? Tuesday night, uh, like I said, uh, we've had twice as much response as we thought originally. So originally we were going to do it uh, in my office on Kings Highway, but we are not going to be able to house uh, as, you know, all the people that have already registered and the people that we think we're go are going to register uh, over you know, the course of the next week. So we haven't, we're looking for a new venue, but the night's going to be amazing. Uh, we're going to have some drinks. We're going to have music. We're going to have fun. I want to send the message that growing Working on yourself doesn't have to be this humdrum, painful experience that it's fun. Unlocking your potential, unlocking, unleashing yourself is fun. And that's what I want to bring to our community. I want everybody to enjoy growing together and supporting one another. You know, that's, that's what next week is all about. And again, the topic we're going to be tackling, which Again, you know, my fears and my trepidations about taking on this type of a subject because I think it's the underlining stress that all of us have experienced sometime in our lives. Some people more constantly the other, than others. I know I have. I know you have from talking to you, Lisa, about yes. how to deal with the stress of keeping up with our community. And I think that that's a topic that we need to start talking about and we need to start sharing you know, how we feel about it. You know, a lot of people talk about tuitions. A lot of people talk about expenses. A lot of people talk about moving and, 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 and keeping up and vacations and, you know, clothing and my daughter and the wedding and, the, and all that. I want to open up that. I want to open up that can of worms. I know I'm out of my mind for doing it. But no, it's time. Up, it's time. I want to open time. up that can of worms. I want us to help each other heal so that we can get past our fears and we can grow into our true potential and what we were made for. I mean, 
This is my spiritual belief. As a nation, we are the light for the world. We are the ones that know how to come together. We know how to share. And as opposed to us moving further and further apart from each other, that this conversation will bring us closer together and make us stronger than ever. Uh, it's going to be great, Isaac. Thank you so much for including me. A wonderful, wonderful topic tonight. Pleasure to have you. Thank you for calling. That was a nice surprise, Lisa. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I really had a lot of fun with you tonight. And I think yeah, this the, is listeners, awesome. the listeners are really going to get a lot of, you know, a, a lot of real talk, um, you know, and, and a lot of our feelings and our, and our beliefs. And um, I can't believe it, but it's uh, almost 9 o'clock. We've been on for an hour. It's awesome. I want to say thank you to everybody, as I always do. I'm always super grateful, first to Hashem, for having the opportunity to be able to serve everybody. And I do feel like I'm a servant, and and I feel that this is a duty and responsibility of mine to be able to share the message. So I want to thank Hashem, and I want to thank all of you for giving me the opportunity and listening to me. Um, You know, I I had a friend today that, you know, called me up and said, Hey, Zook, I listened to two of your podcasts, and I'm going out of my mind. I need to rewire my brain. I need you. And I said, I'm here for you always. So if anybody needs any help, uh, contact us. Uh, you can you know, reach us just about anywhere, Instagram, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, website. Uh, I'm sure you can find my, my, my telephone number in any of the advertised uh, 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 you know, in the magazines. Um, whatever we can do to help you and service you, we are here for you. We're here for the community, and we want nothing more than for us to grow as a whole. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you, Isaac. Good night, everybody. Good night.